Thank you for joining us for another rounding rouse, another round of Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition Yalzar setting. I'm your DM, Kenny. This is the Coalition campaign, and we have our core four players and our fifth one joining us a little later on. Starting with our artificer. Hey everybody, it's Dylan playing Boomer. We have our fighter. Hey everybody, it's Jeff playing uh, Garen. Our rogue. Hey everyone, it's Devin playing Ferrari. And our Warlock. Hi, it's Jesse and I'm playing Valdez. And we should be expecting the Bard sometime in the near future. So, last we left off, our party had been uh, enjoying the sights, as one way of putting it, uh, of the Fire Giant's Keep. He, they, The party had been instructed that uh, they would be uh, meeting the Giant at dinner and to make themselves as presentable and comfortable until that point. So, uh, so we are at that point. Uh, what preparations would the party like to make before they are escorted to the dining hall? Uh, Boomer's going to clean himself up a little bit. Uh, he probably won't wear his hat to dinner. Uh, his straw hat, because that's not, you know, it's not gentlemanly. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I'll clean up and do his best to dust off all of his clothes. Um, you know, just try to brush out and look presentable, but won't really partake much in the uh, spa. Um, Karen would also get himself cleaned up and try and look relatively respectable for their hosts. Yep, Frunk's going to do the same thing, uh, maybe give himself a quick wash and... Um, uh, is he able to check on the, the gift they brought, or was that left in the uh, the other area? That was left out in the hall to be presented. Okay. Um, okay, so it, uh, I don't remember the description I gave to the, the being who brought you to this chamber. Um, so we're going to go ahead and say that another person is handling you from this point on. Uh, the, the, the door to the area you're all in opens, and there is a half-orc a uh, female dressed in very nice clothes, um, but masculine. Like, not like a tuxedo masculine, but, like, she's not in a dress, I should say. But she is looking very, very fun. She walks up and points to the group of you with sort of a waving gesture and says, I suppose you will be the one joining us for dinner tonight? I believe so. That'll do. Uh, come with me now. And she turns around and walks back the way she came. Uh, Garen would shrug and start following, kind of just looking around at everybody. So the spa was a pretty nice place. Uh, I assume everyone follows. Yep. Um, yep. You guys are led back out into the main hall um, that you had gone into once before. But... Uh, and you head down towards the main hall, and you see that the, the statue you brought as a gift um, is no longer where it was rested. And uh, you are all taken down one uh, down to, down the great hall, uh, where the vacant throne still stands, where you saw before, um, and are turned Ooh. to the left to the uh, western wing of this of this inner keep, and. Uh, after a, sh a short hallway amongst a giant-sized threshold, there is a, a wide uh, rectangular room 
with a tall, like 10, 15 feet tall table with uh, chairs that are that are uh, made in a way that they are sturdy at that height. And sitting at one of the ends of the table is a gargantuan man, a giant even. Uh, hard to see many of his details from this angle, but you can see that he is very finely dressed. Uh, but f despite that, fancies no shoes. <laughs> and uh, as I said before, you can't see mo much of him uh, from the angle as you walk into the room and are pointed to, here, climb this 15-foot ladder so you can sit in your chair. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, as you all, uh, do you all climb the chair? Do you, does anyone want to try and take a better look at this giant? Uh, I'm going to notice that he's not wearing shoes because Boomer also doesn't wear shoes. Uh, and he's going to take a wander over there. So you're because going to, no, you're going to approach, no shoes. Yeah, you're going to approach no shoes the giant? Yeah, I'm going to go introduce myself. Okay. Uh, so you see a, a tall and pale face on of the giant lean over and go hello there guests i look over and I'm, I'm like oh hi, hey there sir how, how you doing tonight i'm quite well if it doesn't mind you much may i speak to you at eye level oh yeah uh i just saw you weren't wearing no shoes and i wanted to compliment you and he like kind of points down and shows him like shows him his feet i also don't wear shoes he but anyways let me let let me climb this ladder up here so I can talk to you face to face. He nods. So uh, Boomer's going to climb up. Yeah, for us to climb up one of the chairs. Okay. Uh, so it takes a moment. Um, 15 feet of ladder is not a short climb. Uh, but you guys manage to get into your seats that are, despite being what they are, are, are obviously made quite uh, strongly because, uh, like, you can you know, sort of shift your weight back and forth and the chair does not wobble. You feel quite safe in this chair, uh, despite its height off the ground. Um, but before you, on this big, huge table made for giants, it seems, uh, and only with one giant at it, um, you all are on one side of the table. A, a equal or more number of, uh, of people are on the other side of the table, and uh, the giant is sitting at one of the heads of the table. Before you is a buffet the likes of which you have not seen in, in, in a, quite some time, most likely. Uh, you, you, you imagine that, that instead of being a cooked chicken or a cooked hen or, or some other fowl, that might actually be some sort of small drake corpse or something. Maybe even a wyvern that has been cooked for you. Um, and uh, just all manner of, of, of large-scale food. Uh, but there is a couple of servers walking across the table. Uh, you notice that they are wearing a particularly interesting footwear choice. Uh, it's, it's almost as if they're wearing towels on their feet, so they wouldn't dirty the, the, the tabletop with their feet. But they seem to be walking around, bringing portions of food to each, uh, guest and the giant alike. Um, and after the wine and, uh, intro dishes are served, uh, the conversations begin. Uh, sitting across from you all, as I said, is, is, is other people, including the half-orc woman that you that brought you here, and a handful of other people that are all dressed in the sort of uh, 
either formal attire to match the half-orc woman or in uh, the sort of officer garb that you saw the soldiers outside wear. So you can assume that some of these are, are that these are definitely the movers and shakers of this micro-kingdom. Uh, and they seem to take very little interest in you. Until the giant, after taking a probably several gallon sip of wine, sets his cask of a vessel on the table and looks down to you all. Uh, and for this first moment, you guys can really have, have gotten a good look at him by this point. And he is a, uh, he is a giant, so he's huge. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he has, uh, like I said, a pale skin. And almost like a sky blue, like like almost like a blue gray hair, that is uh, that is that is about ear or so length for him. It seems to have been styled. Uh, you wonder how many cows worth of lard it takes to keep his hair in check. <laughs> I believe we just picked up our bard. Hello. Hey there. Mic check. Mic check. Yep, oh, you're in. Uh, so you are. Uh, Sitting at the table with the giant on a 13 foot or a 15 foot tall chair that you had to climb a ladder to get to the top of, and wine and um, appetizers have been served by people walking around the top of this giant sized table, uh, and the, the giant has just sort of addressed the party for the first time, and I was describing him. Cool. I assume you have made yourself presentable for this meal. Oh, absolutely. Sure. So the giant, with his with his uh, paler skin and uh, gl- like blue gray hair, um, sort of looks down to you. His face is old, but surprisingly gentle from what you've heard this giant to be. You probably imagined him to be some sort of uh, baron-like being or a warlord, but what you see before you almost almost looks more like a librarian. Uh, sans like the stereotypical glasses, but he so he looks down to you all and says with a with a with a voice that thunders, but it is not to scare. So, my small guests, what is it that brings you to my mighty hall today? Uh, well, uh, uh, L, you want to take this one? Uh, sure. Um, L puts on his most diplomatic tone of voice and says, um, well, thank you, uh, for having us here, my great lord. You are most gracious for allowing us to dine with you. Uh, we are here. We've introduced ourselves at this point, right? Like, no, all gone. not at all. Not, uh, the giant has not even introduced himself. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so, um, L, you know, gives him his name. He says, uh, I am, uh, Paluviel, but you can call me L. Uh, me and my friends here are on a quest, if you will, from, and I don't remember the dragon's name, um, but he Dal- says the dragon's Dal- name. Dalmoren, yes. I think it was. Moldoran. Moldoran, yeah. We are on a quest from the great dragon Moldoran, who you may have heard of or not. Uh, He seeks to bolster the defenses of the elemental crystals that govern our world, and we were hoping that by your leave we could 
gain access to the fire crystal here in the desert and perform a protective charm upon it. He, uh, he sort of seems to chew this information like he's chewing his meal. And, uh, a moment passes and he sort of makes direct eye contact with L and with, um, with Boomer and says, so your shortest and your most gilded have introduced yourselves. Allow me to turn the favor. And in turn of that turn, I expect to know everyone's name who sits at my table. And he sort of leads, you know, scoots his chair back and stands up tall. His height fills the hall. Um, and he puts his hand upon his, uh, the middle of his chest, almost as if to hold the, the grandeur of what he's about to say. And he says, you may know me by many names, but the actual one that I will give you, and bear in mind, in my culture, a name is power. So I hope that you use it gently. I am Finn Dukask of the Dukask giant clan of the greater giants. And who are the rest of you? Um, Karen would uh, speak up at that point, kind of clearing his throat as he looks uh, way, way up at the giant and uh, say his name and that it's a pleasure to meet him. While you're all introducing uh, yourselves, he sits down. He doesn't really get uh, too formal or overt with it, but he tries to be as polite as, as he is possible of being. Sure. Um, Val will stand um, on his chair, which I imagine it would be pretty easy to do. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, it's fine for me. Yep. Um, and make a, a moderate bow and introduce himself. I'm Valen Des. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, <clears throat> after uh, Valen Des would sit, uh, Frung would stand and bow and say that, you know, my name is Frung Nightleaf. Uh, former captain of the Lahasi Expeditionary Force. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you for your hospitality. He sort of seems to before sitting. understandably nod to each of your introductions. And just, uh, even though he has had the answer to the question um, of what you're all here for, he continues. So, I understand that my vassals have told me that you have brought a gift for me. This is true. Who is carrying the gift? Uh, none of you have it. It was left on the wagon. No, it was left in the hallway before we went into the spa. Someone, they, yeah. they, the, the person who brought us into the thing told us to leave it there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we left it with one of your servants. He nods and he sort of uh, reaches un, uh, under the table to something and brings up the statue and sets up before himself and he goes, I understand that this is it? Ah, uh, yes. That would be the very thing. He warmly smiles as warm as a man of his size could and sort of picks it up and takes a good look at it and sort of twiddles his fingers before it and the charm wears off. And he goes, oh, that's lovely. And he sort of performs the same gesture and the, the glamour comes back on for the statue. He goes, well, I... I, I can tell that it is fine craftsmanship by its own right, but the magic is a nice touch. Uh, I cannot oh, promise yes, you. So. I cannot promise you that I will treasure it always, but it is a very fine gesture. I'm sure it costs you something. 
And so he sort of takes it out of his palm and sets it back off the table. Yes, yes, uh, this business with the crystal. I imagine that someone such as yourselves from the great city would come knocking on my door after I took governance over it. Yes, I can, I can show you where the crystal lies after this meal, if you would oblige me so. Uh, so, some of you said you come from quite far off ways, is that right? I've come from a far off way myself, you see. Many of us greater giants do. Do you, any of you know of the great island of Uinez? Uh, do Should we? we? Should we roll a history check? You can make history checks to know more about Uinez, but all of you would know about Uinez. Uinez is a landmass uh, between Delverday's eastern shores and Yalzar Majora's western shores. It is a relatively sizable island, but if you ever look at a map of the world, it's instead of Uinez, it says here be monsters. Uinez, as far as your understanding, limbs you to believe is an island entirely dominated by the most mythical and magical and massive beasts of Yalzar. To the point where some people have been have been told to live there, but you couldn't believe it. Um, didn't the pirate tell us about that island, or is that a different one? Uh, probably. Okay. I thought that was rat meat. Um, uh... I got a 13 for history. Okay. Anything? I got a 12. 12? Anything? 19. 19? Okay, that's substantial. Uh, I also got a 19. So, uh, everyone except for the 19 scorers would recall what I mentioned, that Uinez is a pretty big landmass, but has never been colonized or, or populated with, a, with any substantial civilization because uh, the ship that lives there is just deadlier than the average man is. Uh, but for those who scored 19... Uh, you know that Uinez's primary, primary denizens are specifically dragons and giants. Uh, the main reasons why you smaller folk have never really established a, a, any much township there. So that would uh, definitely line up with what uh, Fen Dukask has said. that he, If he is a greater giant, he probably did come from Uinez. Uh, Sorry, I kind of forgot my train of thought sure. there. But did someone have... Well, he, he name-drops that island, and we all look appreciatively um, impressed. Uh, yeah, he, super cool. That's right. Um, so he, he continues, I actually know of Moldoren, the great worm. I believe I've even seen him fight before, a mighty beast. I'm glad that he sent someone such as yourselves to my doorstep, for if he had showed up, I might arm the ballista. <laughs> Although it would, it would probably be a unfortunate effort that wouldn't even protect our walls. Have you seen the majesty of his proper self? We were so lucky. Yeah, he showed us. Uh, I almost threw up a little bit because it was pretty scary. Well, but... seeing your first dragon, I can imagine being quite scary. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though. It was wonderful, Garen, with pipe up before he goes back to eating. <laughs> the food is divine, by the way. Yeah, he is, he's already on thirds, if, if he's been able to get servers over enough for that. 
And uh, so Fen sort of takes a few moments to spare you more interrogation, and he seems to turn his attention to some of his officers while he eats. When you hear, you pick up, There are there's been minor squabbles amongst Troops 7 and 13, and those have been handled by the quartermaster's hand. Just small office talk, almost. Uh, do you all have anything you want to discuss among yourselves? Uh, I, I kind of wanted to ask him what it was like living on that island with all the monsters and who would be monsters instead. See if he has any cool stories. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he breaks and turns his attention back to you, trying to be an attentive host. And you ask him that? Yeah. He sort I'm of... Like, go ahead. I'm like, hey, hey uh, so you got any cool stories from from, uh, from being on that island, growing up there? You know, fight a couple dragons, punch monsters in the face, do anything super cool. He sort of smirks and says, did you ever hear old stories, maybe even older than you? Uh of a beast that was referred to as a god of death being risen from those very shores? Would I have known about this? I, I don't am kind of old. What's the history check say? Uh, let's find out. Uh, that's a seven. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I, I haven't heard anything about that, but it sounds super intense. It was, many years ago, long ago, before... This whole fascination about the crystals rekindled and everyone started to care about protecting Yao. There was an incident before then that my elders would tell me a wonderful story, really, where some reason or another, there was a group of magically inclined cult bearers and they got it in their mind to resurrect and bring to life a being that sole desire was to extinguish life on the very island that I was raised on. That's pretty dumb. That's, that does not seem like a good thing to do. Well, you would think so, and I would have absolutely have to agree with you. But they were even successful. And twas an ancient order of paladins with the assistance of some heroes that they had encountered many years ago. They stormed the cultist's stone temple that my clan, the Dukas clan, had the privilege of just demolishing in the wake of these events, mind you. They fought the death god and killed it, although not on the shores of Uinez. If you go to the southern, the southern parts of Delver Day and you're very, very careful, you can find black pitch swamps that still have the stench of rot and the plaguing touch of the being that fell there. How was that for a story, young master? Uh, well, sir, that has to be one of the best stories I've heard ever, and I greatly appreciate it. By the way, y'all, uh, we got that map thing. Can we mark down like some swampy area? Would we go see this thing? I, I kind of want to touch it. Throwing low-key nods and uh, marks it. <laughs> All right. So, like in the southeastern corner of Delver Day. I'm going to have to yeah, find this map again on the uh, Facebook page. There's a really good looking one right, right there. 
So, the meal. Right. Does anyone want to engage with the giant anymore? He, he's a fire giant, right? I don't know. Can you tell? Uh, uh, what role would that be? Nature. Um, let's go with just a pure knowledge check. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, he's a giant for sure, but it's hard to tell exactly what form, what what giant he is. Uh, he could be a fire giant. You probably have never seen one before, so how would you know for sure? But you sure. thought you remember reading that fire giants almost universally had darker skin, uh, particularly dark skin. And he, and his is like a bluish color. Well, he he's very pale. His hair is of like a blue yeah. gray. Alright. Well, I was gonna... Alright. Uh, never mind. Okay. I got nothing. Alright. Um, Al is naturally drawn to the luxurious and powerful, and he's intrigued by this giant. Um, you said he's sort of occupied by the business of running his castle. Um, yeah, but he could easily be turned to you. Uh, yeah, Elle is sort of interested by the conflicting appearance versus the impression that we've gotten of this guy so far. Um, I guess you'd like to start with, um, if you don't mind me asking, Sir Giant, uh, Sir Lord, rather, uh, what made you leave your island home? He sort of mulls over whether or not he actually wants to ask answer the question. Uh, he shrugs gently and looks to you and says, Well, there are only two reasons that any of the greater giants would leave Uinez on purpose. And one is because they are in exile. Perhaps they committed a heinous crime to their to their kin or otherwise broke some of the sacred laws of Uinez's land. I once knew of a giant who goes by a name that doesn't matter, and he started war with one of the dragon broods on the island by merely wanting food that wasn't his, and that caused much death. Giant and dragon alike fell. And when we found... Well, when they found who had caused it, well, death was not a suitable way of ending his life. He was kicked from his homeland. The other way that a giant would leave is pilgrimage or desire to know. And, well, I lived quite comfortably in Uinez. I would not lie. The Dugask clan is a powerful clan of giants. But I desired more than stone home and warm hearth. I wanted, well, I had heard from some small trader that had come upon our shore that beings such as ourselves could be kings. And so I put aside my own wealth as I could. And when I felt that I could get away with it, I left Uinez and I came to this land, and I enjoy the heat of this desert, and I understand there are no kings of these hills, so I made myself one. 
not very impressed, if you don't mind me saying so. Not at all. You have indeed made a fine home for yourself. I don't want to monopolize the RPing any more than um, that. So. <clears throat> Garen uh, would kind of just uh, speak up a little bit at, at his mention of a fine home indeed and kind of nod and look at the giant and just say, um, and impressively well supplied as well for being so far out in the desert. He sort of nods and says, well, magic has a time to do with things, as I'm sure you know. He kind of uh, nod at that, but um, <clears throat> that's basically the one comment he wanted to make. Mm. So dinner wraps up, uh, and Finn Dukask uh, excuses himself and says that you can meet him at his throne uh, whenever you're ready to see the crystal. Um, immediately. Let's just get that, get that going. Okay. Yeah, let's go, let's go see this thing. All right. Yeah. So you all, um, make your way out of the, the dining hall and towards the, the, the main hall. And on your way, you're sort of grouping up, uh, at the bottom of the table. And, uh, a, a dragonborn woman approaches you all and says, I believe... I believe we have a conversation to have, gentlemen. Uh, yes. Certainly we do. Don't we? What, what, what conversation do we need to have? Follow me, I'll uh, take you back to your chambers and I'll discuss it there. Uh, Boomers call, uh, brings L over. He, he kind of like walks over towards L and is like, Hey, uh... I think that's the Dragonborn lady that uh, old boy from back home was talking about. Our contact on the inside. Oh, yes. Of course. Okay. So, uh, you all are led back to the spa and chamber room that you all had gone to before. And as the Dragonborn woman walks in, she sort of shoes away any of the servants uh, in the room until you're private. And she takes one of the foot lockers that are in the, the, the chamber room and opens it and splays a map, uh, sort of a rough map, on a table and begs you all to look. It is a map that on the centerpiece is a crystal-like icon. And she says... So, my purpose here is very simple. I do not want to be in this damn desert any longer than I have to be. This place stinks to hell. This is the, the what you need to do to perform the protective ritual on the crystal. Are you all ready to understand? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay, good. And she sort of steps to the other side of the table so you guys can all stand on one side of it. And she sort of points down the list. list and she points to uh, each of you and says and sort of like points a, a, a shape a shape's perimeter around this, the fire crystal and she says do any of you understand the language Igni? Uh, what was that last word? the language Ignin 
Oh, is uh, that the fire elemental language? Yes, the language of fire elementals and beings from the plane of fire. Nah. Nope. He goes, okay, fine. I was told that that might be a possibility. The incantations that you must speak in order are in Igni. And so she grabs uh, from the same footlocker a series of scrolls, one for each of you. And she says, look at them now if you want. There's no magic in those words unless you say them together. So as long as you don't say them out loud together right now, it'll be fine. Uh, it's a simple parchment sealed with a wax uh, seal that has uh, a sort of um, powerful M grasping a D. Mm. Yeah. It probably stands for Mal Duran. Yeah, it's a solid bet. Um, so if, if any of you break the seal and look inside. Oh, yeah, Boomer's going to. Oh, yeah, okay. so uh, yeah, it seems to it seems to be a series of scribbles, um, uh, in a language that seems to have a function, but uh, doesn't seem to make much sense to you. Thankfully, underneath it, in common, is a pronunciation. So it's a bunch of <laughs> syllables set up correctly. So you could, with this, you could you could perform the incantation even if you do not understand or know how to speak ignorant. Oh yeah. Um, but it would sound probably pretty uh, rough coming from you uh, with no practice. And she goes, all right, so as long as you all stand in this formation and read the incantation in unison, the ritual will be complete. I have been warned to tell you that we do not know if there is going to be any outlash from the crystal in this happening. So... I warn you to be ready for anything afterwards. Karen, we kind of pipe up. Isn't this supposed to be protecting the crystal? Or are we expecting it to attack us? We don't know. The crystals are powerful beings in their own right. And just because we're putting... Imagine if you woke up one day and there was just a fence around your house. Fair enough, you would say. You might not be able to handle that situation as... Well, the people who built the fence would want you to. So we don't know if they're going, if the crystal will respond yet. So be on your guard. All right. All right. Sounds like we're dressing up for this. And with that, she sort of says, all right, my job is done here. Good luck. And she whisks herself out of the room. Alright boys, are we doing this? Sounds like it, I guess so. Alright. I'd say we get suited up just in case this thing gets pissed off at us. Uh, you know. Okay. Grab your arrows, grab your knives. We might have to stab something. I don't know, right? <laughs> Karen would say I don't know what chainmail is going to do against a fire crystal, but I'd rather wear it than not. Sure. <laughs> Damn right, Scaly. You got, you got the good thinking. Kenny, um... How do the um, is mage armor pretty much obvious that it's on? Like, yes. does it add a shivering coat of mail? Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty obvious effect. Okay, all right, uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, Valen's just gonna pop that on. It's an eight-hour effect. So. Yeah. 
the boomer's got a scale mail on it underneath his overalls. So. Always. Um, Garen's going to have his uh, shield and axe strapped to his back and kind of be using his halberd as a walking stick. Uh, Farang's going to get changed back. Uh, well, make sure his armor's all in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, kidding. When uh, our does our magic? Well, I guess magic items and magic still works because uh, yeah. Valen just put his on. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then I I won't fire off a practice round. That's <laughs> permission first. Please. He, he he puts in his hand and goes for the trigger and remembers what happened in the city. Is just like ah, better not. Strapped it to his back. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, man, you're well. Quick side, just so at, at this time. Uh, Dodge so me, bullet. So me beep and moose or must come into the chamber. Uh huh. And. Uh, Moose or uh, Moose uh, Moose already knows the situation, it seems, as he sort of gives you all a nod and some of you says, I understand you might need some help. Uh, maybe. Uh, not really. I think we got this handled. Y'all, y'all can hang out here if you want to. Yeah, I, th- I think we're all right. Thank you, though. Agreed. Uh, we'll let you know how it goes. Um... Somibeat nods and uh, Mus walks up to the group of you and sort of waves, waves his hand before you and casts Bless on all of you. Oh, yeah. What does that do for us? Whenever, uh, I think it's... Uh, we get a D4. Yeah, so whenever you roll an attack roll or you make a skill check... Uh, Roll an additional D4 and add it to your D20 roll. Okay, so that's two hit and two skill checks? Yep. Cool. Nice! That's surprisingly uh, handy. Val will look at Mus and um, say, if, if there is trouble, is there any way that we can call you? He sort of smiles and doesn't answer and nods ever so gently. Nice. That's when we're screaming and banging on the door. <laughs> Please, God, I'm blind again. Help me. No, we will not get lucky a second time with that. God, I hope you go blind again. <laughs> It'll be like uh, Book of Eli. Yeah. Uh, hey, no spoilers. Hey. Hey, Kenny, when I go blind, can I get a plus to healing things? Can I just become Daredevil? Nope. And punch things? <laughs> with my gun. Yeah, with my gun. <laughs> gun punch. You mean like your friends? After well, hey, you don't, shoot them? Don't stand Please in don't the way. hit the 300-pound dragon. Don't stand in the way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So anyway. anyway. We're going down. Are, we, are we walking down the hallway now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Garen would kind of like look at uh, the drow next to him, 
kind of nod to him and, and say, uh, you ready for this? Well, we're about to possibly go piss off an elemental. I'm about as ready as I'm going to be. How about you? Um, I think we kind of just pipe up that uh, it's better than a line of pikemen, but not by much. Hmm. Take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so. you all ready? No, yeah, no, I think I so. Guess, uh, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you all are walk- led to the main hall, and the giant stands from his throne and sort of says, Ah, good to have you now. I assume you'd like to see the crystal. Please. And he says, "Yes, uh, come, come closer. I must. I would rather walk by your side than not at all." Sure. All right. Well, yeah. Let's get close. I mean, he's he's saying this as you guys walk into the great hall. You're like a hundred feet away. Oh. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll make yeah. my way there then. Yeah. Alright, and he sort of stands up from his throne and waits for you all to sort of be near him. Uh, and says, alright, so, just to be sure, there's nothing else that you need, no other procurements or equipment that you would need to be ready. I don't believe so. And then, with that answer, he kneels down and looks you all dead in the face as much as he can. I do not make mm-hmm. threats, friends, but if my crystal leaves my kingdom by what you do, I will sunder and destroy your bones. Uh, we don't plan on making this thing disappear. There will be no need for sundering. Garen uh, kind of just clears his throat at that. Good call. And with that, he snaps his fingers. The, the floor underneath you gives way, and you slide down a ramp into the darkness. Oh, come on. Do we have, wait, can we see because we have dark vision? Yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah, well, I was I saying from the camera's perspective, it's you guys fall into darkness. But as you guys like are flying down this chute, uh, it's lit with torchlight. It's actually, I mean, a bumbling, confusing mess, but it's not unpleasant. You're not in any pain. Oh. I was about to say, is it fun? I mean, do you want it to be fun? <laughs> I do want it to be fun. You you make it fun. Yeah, but it was like, Woo! Yeah! <laughs> this is the best time. I wasn't aware that there was a water slash. Finger gunning wildly. Yeah, just finger guns everywhere. <laughs> well, Garen is just cursing and clawing at the walls. Um, not long uh, as this goes you see the chute open into a room and you guys are spilled out onto the floor of this wide 100 foot plus circular room. Can I, can I, can I roll an acrobatics to roll out and then land on my feet? Yeah. To look super cool. Yeah. That's a two. Uh, you think it looks really cool. Yeah. All right. Everyone else realizes that you're like, nah, he didn't, he didn't nail that. Garen's Garen's too busy eating shit from the landing. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Every time he tries to do something cool, it gets a low roll. 
you thought it was cool. Best <laughs> <laughs> flavor type ever. Boomer thinks, Boomer thinks everything he does is cool. Exactly. It makes it so much fun. I mean, I mean it's not wrong. Alright, so in the middle of this of this open room, there stands before you the crystal of fire. Maybe thirty Ooh. feet tall, maybe fifteen feet wide at its at its like fattest. It is a uh, a large crystalline that sort of form that, that just hovers gently above the ground, completely undisturbed. It radiates enough light to illuminate the entire room in an embery haze. And it seems to swirl with with black smoke and raging fire-like colors within its crystal surface. Um, but it does not seem to react to your presence in any way. It seems to just be the constant state of things. Cool. Yeah. Darren would look at it and say we should have brought the cat, man. No, I don't trust that dude. <laughs> Yeah, backwards. Hands were backwards, damn it. You can't trust those people. Pop always <laughs> Daddy always said never trust a man with backward hands. That's very specific. Yeah, he had a lot of specific things. He was kind of I'm not gonna lie to you, dad was probably kind of a racist, but you know. Oh, did I mention that it's like notably hot in this room? Like on yeah. a scale of one to I'm on fire, how hot? Um the air is part is partly unbreathable from how hot it is. Like you thought the but, desert air was like, man, I could use a rainstorm to freshen up this air. This is like, you know, I'll take the desert air at this point. <laughs> Standing in a blast at the door of a blast furnace. Yeah, it's just, it's not harmful to you as a person, but it is unpleasant to be sure. Oh man, great. Garen is not happy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> you would pipe up. Let's get this done quickly. I hate this desert. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and start reading them incantations. Well, hold on. Formation, then incantation. About oh, uh, uh, Pentagon. Yep. Yes. Yes. In a, the points of Pentagon around the crystal. Mm-hmm. Very good. And then Fallon uh, will open up his scroll and then look to the rest of the party and everyone say, that came, I guess we have to do all, every, all this together. Everyone, Wait, did you, everyone, it's all at the same time, right? Yes, so everyone who doesn't speak Ignan make a performance check. I could do that. Oof. 17! <laughs> yes! Oh, 20. Net 20. Huh. Oh, wait. No, I can't do that. 18. Ooh, okay. Uh, oh, wait, I lied. 19. 19. Oh. And, uh, L? 15. Okay, you guys managed to pull through. I was really hoping you guys would fuck this up. Klaatu, Paratu, Nektai. Klaatu, Paratu, You guys all managed to recite the incantation in unison, and as the incantation goes... The crystal seems to react. The light in the room goes from dim to bright. You can see your shadows dance across the wall behind you, but the shadows do not seem to have the form of your own. They seem to be the form of monsters ready to strike at your at your own body. And as you complete the incantation, the room goes dark. 
Oh, man. Uh-oh. Garen says. Um, can uh, Valen see anything at all? He has superior yeah. vision. I understand. I, I understand uh, that some of the party members can see in darkness. I don't think dragons can. I um, have dark vision. Drow can't see in magical darkness, though, right? No. No, magic darkness is fortunate. Magic right. darkness. That's what I thought. So, oh, man. a moment later, a pulsing oh. ember, almost like a heart, thumps in the middle of the crystal and starts to dimly light part of the room. Almost as if you, like, rebooted its computer. And then a uh, purple, but slightly shiny, like metallic almost, uh, dome rises up and encases the crystal. Mm -hmm. And the crystal slowly begins to come to its senses and sort of, it looks like it did before. (sighs) Boomer was scared he went blind again. (laughs) Drink so much shine. He was freaking out. Alright, well, I guess it's done. Question mark? Is there uh, anything noticeably different about the room, or the crystal, aside from the, the uh, dome encasing it? No. Everything looks exactly the way it was when you walked into the room, except now this sort of purple, metallic, magic dome covering the crystal. Hmm. Well, that was a oh, worthwhile week-long trip through the desert. Yep. Hey, man. I'm the only known to get the job done. Am I the only one that's happy this went well? Yeah, I'm pretty... Garen would raise his hand. I'm pretty stoked about it. I mean, I thought I went blind, but I didn't, so that's good. Well, now let's go see if we can get out of the, uh, get out of this castle without being killed by a fire giant. Are there stairs around here, or are we just trapped down here? Um, there is, there is, there is two human-sized doors and one giant-sized door. I say we go through the giant size one. Um, you do notice looking at the giant size door at this point that the giant size door looks weird. Uh, it doesn't look like a regular door. It looks like it's made out of black. Black? Like just oh, we should go through the through the giant door. Uh yeah, we should try that. Sure, friend, you first. All right, uh, Boomer's going to run up to it and try to open the, the, the giant size door. So as the party approaches the giant door, a booming noise comes from the crystal. Of course it does. Uh, yeah. And you can see the dome around the crystal crack. Crack. Boo. But why, though? Garen grabs his halberd and curses once. A second uh, crack oh, yeah. forms. Oh, draw his rapier. <laughs> a second crack forms. Boomer's pulling out the, the old boomstick. And between the two cracks, a hole forms. And a... Oh. A uh, sol- please don't break the crystal, Karen s- says. Just wants to himself. A solar flare-like whip of fire juts out of it and smacks into the ground before the dome fixes itself and shuts the crystal back off. Okay, yeah, we should probably leave now, guys. Yeah, it's time to go. You all, go. You, you all turn, and there is a wall of fire amongst all three doors. Oh. We ain't going nowhere, boys. Let's try. Uh, everyone, pour your canteens onto the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Who can piss? We've, we've been 
Yeah, yeah. boys. Actually, question: What was the last time a character pissed? Um, probably, <laughs> right now, in probably, his pants, I think. <laughs> probably right before dinner. Damn it! So, this whirl of fire swirls on the ground before you. A sort of almost red tornado and a vortex uh, forms, and from it, claws out from the top. Uh, a sort of almost uh, being made of purely of fire in the shape of a man. However, the man, the man's eye, face is featureless. It has a closed slit on its on its torso that goes almost its entire vertical length. A pair of black smoky wings arch out and stretch. Oh, man. And from the fire beneath it, it pulls out a flaming trident. Oh, it's made on fire. I should have known. And the the wings... The wings' talons reach forward, pull the slit in its its torso open, revealing a large ivory eye. Oh, I don't... Uh, All right, boys. Looks like we're in it to win it. Yeah. I don't know what the I hell this thing is. Stone or ivory colored, still on fire. Huh? Ivory, as in the actual stone ivory, yes. or ivory colored, still uh, fire. Like it's it's an eye, like like a regular eye, but it's okay. It's uh, on this torso that is like the color of fire. Okay. And it's. Okay. A, a screech follows in a language that is very similar to Egnin, at least you think it is, because, well, that's what you were just saying. Yep. And a beam shoots out of the eye and turns everywhere around you dark. Okay. Roll initiative. This is some Final Fantasy shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh look! I got, got a three. Oh, I got a, a five. Nineteen. And a twenty. Got all those, Kenny? Great. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Bob. Do you want us to put them in chat? No, I'll ask in a second. Right. Wait, initiative was minus dexterity, right? Plus efficiency. Plus. Plus dexterity. Mm-hmm. Not plus proficiency. Unless okay. you have a minus dexterity. Yeah. Uh, Garen got a two. If you have a minus dexterity, then yes. Yep. Okay, L, what's your initiative? Uh, eight. Boomer. Nineteen. Uh, Ferong. Twenty-two. Uh, Gaharan. Two. Now in dust. <laughs> Twenty. Hey! That's a bad sound. Yep. Okay, so, uh, let me just get this book real quick. Hey, uh, um, Dylan, yeah. can you tell me what book mountain gnomes are in? Uh, they're in the player's handbook. Okay, cool. I'm going to start rolling up my new character now. <laughs> 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 I say, Jesse, it might be time for Oelio. 
It's it's oh, just, really? it's just a it's just a variation of of the gnome. Don't so go, um, don't go forest gnomes. Those guys are dicks. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, for my just out of character knowledge, is this like an official monster? No. Or is this just some horrific invention that you thought of? This is uh, out of character. This is a amalgam between the embodiment of Shade and Salamandra. Okay, I don't know what those are either. Uh, cool. I know exactly what those are, and I had a feeling, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, because I'm kind of just picturing it as like a fire elemental with demon wings and just a giant, like, Siegfried from Soul Calibur eyeball in the middle of it. Uh, kind of, except it's, it's more... Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Cool. Uh, its legs are, are a swirling vortex of fire. Alright, cool. It's I can dig on this. It's important detail you forgot. <laughs> um, well, thank God I, I rolled a uh, uh, scooter. Actually, um, can I ask one more just uh, mechanics question? Sure. So there's not opposing elements in D&D, right? It's just resistances for specific elements. What do you mean by opposing elements? Like throwing a fireball at like a water monster or an earth monster wouldn't do extra damage or anything like that, right? Not guaranteedly. Okay, I, I mean, like, there's no, like, weakness to elements. There's, there is no so Pokemon super effective chart in Dungeons & Dragons. Okay, that was basically my question. Thank you. Yep. Alright. Hey, man, everybody's... It's... You're, everybody's elect... I mean, uh, weakness is bullets, so I'm pretty good. Have you to meet the man who can outsmart the bullet? Okay, so, uh, it goes first. Of course it does. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't know how you guys have yourself arrayed, but I did assume that you guys are all near the doors. Yeah. Unfortunately, this time, Garen will be behind everybody. Oh, no, you're in front of everybody, because you were behind... Because we turned... I was behind... I was behind Boomer when we were running to the door. Yeah, so the Boomer would be in the back, because we turned. He's back in the center of the Shit. room. So boomers in the back. How big, is the, How big, is, How the big is the staircase out of curiosity? Would we be stacked up or there's what staircase? There's no oh, I thought the door was up a small flight of stairs. Okay, never mind. I would not I would not fucking pincer you guys in a scenario with monster on one side, wall of fire behind you, uh, in a stairwell. That's that's a little too rude. <laughs> I, I don't know why I pictured I don't know why I pictured steps in this scenario. That's fine. Um, okay, so uh, everyone roll a d20. Oh, oh no. no. Are we adding anything to it or just. No, just a raw, a raw right. 20. I That's rolled a, a 19. I rolled a 4. I rolled a 7. I rolled a 7 too. I rolled a 10. Um, between, you got a the, there, buddy. between the two people who got a seven, mm. um, who has the lowest stat? The lowest stat in general? I've got an eight. Uh, I don't have anything lower than a ten. Alright, so when the, when the darkness fades and dissipates, hovering five feet above Valandes is the beast. And it's holding Ooh. its trident point down and almost an execution style like thrust stabs Valandes. Uh, okay, am I about to watch a man die? 
Does a uh, a fifteen hit you? Um, hold on. Sorry, I gotta pull my card for mage armor. Uh, just say you're wearing your mage armor. Please be wearing your mage armor. Of course you is. <laughs> Always wearing my mage armor. Always. It's not. It's not. First round of combat, murders one-fifth of the party. <laughs> do I get a reaction to that? It, no. Well, well, what kind of reaction would you like to commit? Um, I just want to swipe at it with my rapier. No, you don't get an attack reaction for that. Okay, alright, that's fair. <laughs> you can yell, fuck you. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly what I... <laughs> yep. Uh, so... Sorry, what's your, did, did a 15 hit you? No, it didn't. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, its second thrust will be at... I'm going to just say that Boomer was standing next to you. Oh, no. Boomer, I assume an 18 does hit you. Yeah, that, that'd be a hit. Oh, God, here it comes. You take 12 <laughs> fire damage. Oh, shit. Boomer, please. Fine. Uh, I need you. Yeah, it's not fine. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> um, and then the uh, wait, you said you said twelve damage, right? Twelve. Wait, damage. didn't we get all get blessed so we get four additional dies on our d twenty? Yeah. Ooh. I think yeah, a lot of us forgot about that when we were rolling our d twenty. No, you do, you so don't add it for initiative. Oh, uh, well, just okay. for attack rolls and seal checks. Gotcha. Oh, man. My bad. Oh, God. Boomer's on fire. Uh, <laughs> um, no. And then uh, it, the talons of its wings clutch the eye open again, and it casts uh, Ed, Edvard's black tentacles on the party. <gasps> Shit. Why? On who? On the party. Please. It selects oh, a twenty-foot square of ground, and you guys are standing on the twenty-foot square of ground. How much um, damage is that? So what's that do? Um, on your initiatives, you guys take a dexterity saving throw, or take three d six bludgeon. All right. Um, <laughs> next on the initiative order. That'd be the guy with the 20, right? Uh, that would be Farong, actually, with the 22. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess I gotta do uh, Dexterity Saving Throw. Yep. Uh, I don't get the Blessing bonus, do I? You do. Sorry, it's for saving throws, not for skill checks. Oh, okay. Well, let me add plus four to that, and then add Dex on top of it. Yep, and Proficiency, which uh, you probably get. And proficiency? Well, on your character you sheet, what, what saving throws are you proficient in? Uh, yeah, actually, Dex, so... Alright. Um, <laughs> that's going to be 16. 16? Alright, you save. Thank God. Uh, um, yep, you save, nothing happens. Where's this dude at? Um, about ten feet in the air above you to the left-ish. Uh, can I move twenty-five feet to get out of the bullshit on the ground and then turn around and fire my bow at him? 
You may it will take all of your move because it is difficult terrain, but you can you can exit the tentacles. Okay, well I'm gonna get out of the tentacles because I don't like them smacking against my butt cheeks. Right. All right <laughs> and gonna I'm gonna fire an arrow at him. Go for it. Wish me luck, boys. Please. Someone feel that goddamn eyeball. Does a twenty-five hit? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, I can include my 1d4 for damage as well? No, good lord, no. Oh, damn. Alright, well then he's going to take 7 damage. Okay. And for a bonus action, I shed a single tear as I see Boomer on fire. (laughs) Alright, Valen Deaths, your initiative. Make a deck save. Alright. We're adding that plus four to this, right? Yep. Or the, not plus four, the four roll. The D, the D yep. four. Four roll. Uh, it's eleven. You fail save. Yeah. And take five bludgeoning damage and are restrained. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean no moving or no nothing? He cannot action. Wow. Let me double so check. I can't even take a, a reaction to that. Uh, well, not a reaction. Let me double check. Uh, I, might be, I might be wrong. Let me check what the uh, restrained condition does. Your, your speed becomes zero, and you can't gain any benefit that uh, to bonus your speed. Attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. And you have uh-huh. disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay. Okay. Um, so I can't take a reaction because I have Hellish Rebuke and I can pass that in reaction to being damaged. That is correct. However, you have to target the thing that's hurting you, and I don't think that you want to rebuke the tentacles. No. No, can't do that. Then it's a fire damage anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. Fine. Um, okay. So, um, but I can make an attack action, correct? You may. Okay. Alright, um, I am going to, um, I'm going to, as a, as a bonus action, I'm going to hex, um, the fire creature. Okay. And, uh, and I'm going to cast, uh, Eldritch Blast on it. Alright, go for it. Roll to hit. And that's disadvantage. Disadvantage. So disadvantage is 2d20s and you take the lowest, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that'll also be plus the bless? Yeah, you add your bless to the lower roll. Okay. And you keep that roll even if it would make it higher than the other roll. Um... Yeah, with my spell attack bonus, it's 17 to hit. Okay, you hit it. Roll damage. Yes. Good. What an hour. Sorry, I'm using a broker on my phone, so this takes a good long while. That's fine. Next up is going to be Boomer, so just ready your turn. Yep. Stop, drop, and roll. (laughs) 
he's not actually on fire, but he's not yeah. feeling good in also, my brain mentally. Do not stop and roll in the tentacles. Yeah. No. Depends on how uh, Japanese you want to make this session. Sensor <laughs> <laughs> bars on your ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't sensor bar Ever's black tentacles. It's fucking black. Uh, it is uh, 12, 12 damage. Um, four. Oh. I'm sorry. Said it was I died. In the rest of how much? How much? And is what? And what? Uh, it's twelve total damage. Uh-huh. Four of it is necrotic, uh, and the rest is force damage. Okay. All right, Boomer, you're up. Yep. Why don't you give me a deck save, bud? Yep. That'll save. Yep. Uh, he's gonna turn and be like, "Alright, you some bitch, eat some lead." And uh, he's gonna fire at the. Uh, uh, well, actually, he's gonna move first out of the tentacles. Okay. Out of, outside of the tentacles, and then he's gonna turn, say the cool thing he said, and then try to shoot the drum or whatever the thing is. Sure. Cool. Um, alright. You hit. And that's... Nine damage. Okay. And as a bonus action, he is going to, uh, reload his, uh, his, uh, Thunder Cannon. What was your to hit? 22. Damn. I'm thinking that this guy's made of fire. He doesn't really have AC. Just like going on alone. Well, oh, wait, did a 22 miss? No, no, it hit. But my, my 17 hit. Yeah. Right. yeah. Aim lower, boys. Hey, this blessed thing's pretty cool. Right. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> hmm. Alright, that's a. Uh, and that, I'm gonna need my turn. Okay. Is it, is it me now? Yep. Uh, no. It oh. is L. After all saving throw, I take it. Oh, yeah. Um. Shit. Hold on. I actually rolled really well, but I need to. My stupid character sheet just closed down on me. No reason. Well, what are you? What are you doing? I'm trying to make a deck saving throw. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I got a twenty-two. All right, that hits. And by that I mean uh, you say sorry. Chacon. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, and then he he walks out of the of the um. Tentacles, and uh, uh, turns to Boomer and says, um, I don't know, something witty. How about try shooting it in the eye? Uh, All right, I can do that. 
great inspiration. Hell yeah, I feel the tingling, bud. Yeah, and then uh, he's actually going to, you know, make this fire situation even more fiery and cast fairy fire on the thing. Okay. Um, did you reload your gun? Yeah, I said as a bonus action, I reload my thunder stick. Okay. My thunder cannon. So Dracon, he gets a dex saving throw. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to assume that an 8 fails. Yes. He is now fairy fire then? Okay. So it doesn't do any damage, but everyone who tries to attack him uh, gets advantage. Right. And he can be seen even though he's invisible or becomes invisible rather. Uh, and he's also giving off uh, 10 feet of light. Gotcha. 10 extra feet of light. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Now it is Garen's initiative. Um, <clears throat> before I roll anything, can I ask kind of just a, a question as a person rel- still relatively new to D&D? Sure. Um, with, your, you, with your once a days against something like this that's a very clear and present threat, um, would you, as a player, still consider saving them for more of an emergency or kind of just blow your wad? I don't know, man. That's really a your call. I'm not going to say how to live your life. All right, how big do you think this crab is? Crab? It's a joke. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Fuck it. All right. All right. Um, uh, would it be possible to step out of the tentacles and still hit this thing with a halberd? Uh, no, you'd have to attack it first and then move. But you're still going to have to make that deck save at the top of your turn. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just attack rolls that get advantage, right? Yep. On yep. this thing? Okay. Uh, is a 14 good enough to not get tentacle slapped? Uh, no. That's a, that's a fail. Woo! How much damage is that? You're going to take six bludgeon damage and are restrained. Okay. Um, am I am I still within with a weapon with reach able to attack yeah. this thing? Yeah, you can still attack it. Okay. Uh, Garen's gonna take a swing at it. All right. Yeah. No, big, now remember, you would make this attack at disadvantage because you're restrained, but you would also make this attack at advantage because it's fairy fire. So instead, you make the attack as normal. Okay, that's fair. Okay. All right. So here we go. Oh, great. Um, I don't think I hit it. Let's see. Uh, not unless a 8 hits this creature. No, not at all. Cool, that's just a swing and a miss from the Garen camp. Okay. And top of the initiative, back to this guy. He is going to, um, fly up a few feet, uh, five feet, fly over to just above L, and then, in the same sort of ritualistic thrust, stab at L. Great. <laughs> uh, 19. Uh, that, uh, really sorry, Ooh. that uh, actually hits. Alright, a meager 4 fire damage. Oh, man. Uh, second attack, same target. Okay. Uh, you take 12 fire damage. Sure. Sorry, I rolled. I rolled. I rolled crit, so I didn't want to like make you feel bad. 
and be like, then, you've been critical. Uh, I just wanted to tell you that you've been hit, inform you, uh, and you're taking max damage, which is uh, 12 fire damage. That's fair. Um, I, yeah, he's still standing. And, uh, this creature is then going to cast hmm. no, that doesn't seem right. Oh, yeah. So the, the eye is going to open again and cast Bane on all of you. Oh. Mm, so, uh, yeah. Make charisma saving throws. Shit. We're gonna have a D4 to that, right? Yep. Oh, yes. And actually, uh, boomers, you can use the body inspiration for that if you want to. Uh, no, I'm gonna save it. Uh, that's a 15 for boomer. Okay. 15 for frog. Um, believe it or not, actually, an 18 for Karen. All right. That's a 26 for L. What a well, stupid thing to get an amazing roll on. Um, okay, so... L and Boomer... Oh, that's a 17. A 17? Yeah, right, 17. Right. I forgot about... Yeah. L, Boomer, and Valandes uh, pass, and Farang and Garen are now uh, no longer blessed. Frung, uh, Frung had the same role as I did. Then... He, I had 15. Sorry. Yeah, we both had... All right, you two failed, and everyone else succeeded. I'm trying okay, to keep so Garen's a... Garen got what? Garen was an 18. Yes. All right. Papa blessed. Cool. But you're not Bane. You're just no longer blessed. They cancel each other out. Right. Okay. It is also going to cast Armor of Agathis on itself. Good. And uh, it is now Morong's initiative. Hey! Um, so he's over top. Is he still within range? Of what? Um, of my bow. Yeah, I absolutely. presume he is. Absolutely. But, absolutely. Um... Well, I don't think the tentacles have moved at all. No. So they, they, um, they I'm going to just take two, a shot at them. Yeah, the tentacles have restrained two people, so they haven't moved. All right, you shoot them? Yep. So... You get advantage, but, but you it, no longer are blessed. I get advantage? Yeah, from fairy fire. Oh. Well, in that case, that's uh, 21. That's to hit. And let me go ahead and roll damage. It's going to be a nine. Uh, do you not get sneak attack? Oh, I didn't know I was behind him. You don't have to be. You just have to get um, advantage. Oh, well, yes. I, I guess I do have sneak attack now. However, I just do not have it on hand. Let me pull open. It's probably just 2d6. Okay. On additional? Yeah. Uh, all right. It's, uh, it's it's 1d6 additional. All right. Hey, man. I play by the rules. 
So that's going to be 16 total. Nope, sorry. It's not going to be 16 total. It's going to be 14 total. All right. Thank you for looking into that, Dylan. Hey, man, no problem. All right, is that your initiative? Uh, that'll be all. I'm not going to move, and I'm not going to use my bonus action. You take five cold damage. Oh, wait, sorry. How much did you do to him? How much did I hit him for? Yeah. Uh, 14. All right, you take four, You take 10 cold damage. Oh! Wow. Oh. Um, okay. I hurt. Oh, that's that armor thing. Yeah, but oh. the armor of Agathis has been dispelled. Ow. Oh, is it just for one hit? Uh, it's... Armor of Agathis gives you temporary hit points, and then deals reactive cold damage equal to the damage removed from the, from uh, the temporary hit points. So there was 10 uh, total temporary hit points present. You killed all 10 of it, so you took 10 cold damage. Well, thanks for taking that one on the chin. Yep. You're welcome. Yeah, I would survive that. <laughs> Alright. Uh, do you want to move? Um... No, I think I'm fine as is. Alright. It is Valandessa's initiative. You are restrained, am I right? Yeah, speaking of not surviving things. Alright, make your dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. Oh. Uh. Oh. Fifteen? That's a fail. Son of a bitch. Uh, four bludgeon damage. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, not doing super great. Not doing super great. Shit, I'm alive, but I'm not doing super great. But it's, uh, you still get your turn, so that's nice. Yeah, which is good. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm still stuck. I can't move, right? Correct. Okay. Um, all right, well, um, I'm going to do that thing that I do, and, uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast again. All right, go for it. You have advantage. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, you just have regular. I just have regular, yeah. That's all right, because that's, uh. Uh, 25 to hit. That'll hit. Sweet. Alright. Do it. Please kill it. They're finding the gaps in the armor. 17. 17 damage. Alright. How much of it is necrotic? Yeah. Uh, 6 is necrotic. That was a max roll for the necrotic. And so it was how much force then? Um, uh, 11 force, uh, 6 product. How is it 11 force? Mm, uh, well, I, I had, uh, oh shit, I already got rid of the rolls. Oh, no, it's here. I, I had an 8 for the, uh, 8 for the... Oh, um, you, you have Agonizing Blast? blast? With Agonizing Blast, gotcha. plus my, which is my Charisma modifier, yep. plus 3. Alright, cool. Yep. Damn. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> is that, uh, I guess that's your initiative then? 
Yeah, that's my turn. All right. Uh, Good luck, buddy. Boomer, you're up. Ugh, he's going to fire at it again. We get advantage because of fairy fire, correct? Yep. Yes. You can be my hero, baby. Uh, 17. That will hit. Nine damage. All right. Uh, as a bonus action, he's going to reload. And then he is going to use his 25 feet to move away from, further away from this thing. Okay. That'll be my turn. L, you're up. Uh, okay. Well. Um. Uh, Devin, I'm sorry, what's your character's name? Tarun. Tarun. Um, L is like, uh, uh, that was a really good shot. Try doing that again. And gives you bardic inspiration. Ooh. I'll, I'll be witty next session, I swear to God, you guys. Thank can't, you. Can't you only have one inspiration active at a time? Uh, it doesn't say that anywhere in the rules. Then it's not the case. You can only have one per character. Okay. And I can only use it three times a day. So right, 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 right. You go. Um, Does the inspiration only last for one turn? No, you can hold it for, I think, ten minutes, but when you can only use it once. Okay. Um... And since L really doesn't appreciate getting fucking stabbed, he's going to go ahead and uh, cast Dissonant Whispers on our fiery friend. Okay. That is going to be a saving throw of the... If Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Okay, he passes. Okay, so he will not take very much damage, and he doesn't. takes two damage. Wow. <laughs> that sucks. On 3d6. Wow. <laughs> I rolled a two and two ones. That's God, a that would have killed him. Garen. Garen, it's uh, your initiative. Okay, cool. I so I roll this advantage to not be technical anymore, right? Correct. Alright, let's see. Yay. Okay, that is a 16. Uh, yeah, that'll that'll actually that'll that'll pass. Woo! All right, thank God. Um, am I still close enough to give it a wanky whack? No, you're gonna have to move to attack it. Okay. Um, in that case, he would uh, charge the creature and try and hit him with the. Uh, Hit him with the pointy end. Alright. You get in the range. Alright. He swings his halberd and. God damn it. Um. Twelve. Twelve to hit? Yeah, uh, twelve to hit. Not I don't have plus anymore, right? Correct. Yeah. 
Um, just love it. Nope. You miss. Cool. All right, initiative resets. The tentacles subside. Oh, thank God. And uh, the eye is going to look directly at Boomer and stare into your soul. Boomer. Make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration too. Uh huh. 12. That's unfortunately a failure. You are now affected by dominate person. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. oh no! I believed in you. We're all gonna die. Well, what's this yep. thing? What's this thing's name? Uh, we never this, got a name. This being. So I can be like, "All hail fire monster!" <laughs> in the name of the fire monster. Does this thing have a name? Uh, no, no, it does not. His name but it is in ignorant a language you don't understand. His name will be Josh. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Alright, so that's the eyes action. The uh, body is going to uh, take interest in Gaharan's approach and make Shit. a pair oh, of good. attacks at him. Uh, what was that? It was going to attack you. Okay. Uh, does a 22 hit you? Yeah, I would say a 22 hits me. And, hey! Alright, you're going to take... Oh, no. Uh, 21 fire damage. <laughs> okay, Garen's on the fucking ground. Uh, Garen, sorry, you've had a really rough battle here. Uh, sad air horns. Those are the wrong trumpets. Uh, I cast second wind. <laughs> <laughs> now the second time I've been murdered without using second wind. Yeah, he, he hit you with a 22 and then criticaled. Oh, yeah. God. Sorry, buddy. Garen crumples. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is going to uh, take a a reaction to a player going to zero, and it is going to animate you. Think that you can animate unconscious? It, yeah, he is going to use you like a puppet. Uh, okay, cool. It, he it, gets up in what can only be described as a thriller fashion. Yeah, pretty much. And you guys can see sort of uh, black uh, strings attached to Gaharin's limbs that seem to be holding him up. Oh. It is Farung's initiative. I cry. Okay. Yeah. Um, I cast I, fatal position. <laughs> Alright, how, how close is the man with the shotgun and the man with the, the halberd to me? The man with the halberd is maybe 10, 15 feet away, but the man with the gun is probably 35 feet away. Alright, I'm going to move away from the man with the halberd, like 20 feet. Okay. Actually, I'm going to make the full 30-foot movement away from him. Uh, <laughs> Alright. I'm going I'm to I'm fire my bow at homeboy in the air. Alright, go for it. 
Is this eye always visible or just when it casts uh, something? Just when it casts things. Is Do I still get sneak attack? Uh, yeah. Alright, sneak attack doesn't apply to hit though, right? No, just damage. Okay. Well, that's a uh, 11 to hit. Uh, that is a miss. Well, um, I cry, and that's my initiative. Alright. Uh, Valandes, you're up. And no longer tacticalized. Right, you're no longer restrained, so no deck save to make. Thank lord. Alright, so, um, I'm going to do the same thing that Farang did and move as far away from, uh, Garen as I can. And also, if I can manage it, move away from Boober, uh, as far away as I can. I believe he has 120 feet. I don't think you can get out of his reach. Maybe just put yourself between the monsters. You're not getting far enough, bud. <laughs> I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna line myself up so I'd, I'm far away, but Gaharan is between me and Boomer. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. I swear to God, if the first time I hit something in this battle, it's a teammate. I'm gonna be so. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Kenny will roll for you on those. All right, and then um, <laughs> God damn, uh, I am going to uh, Eldritch Blast the Fire Dude again. All right, go for it. Uh, 16. To hit? To hit. That's a miss. Yeah. Damn! That's my turn. Okay. Boomer! So, at this point, at this point, I... What's, uh... Um... The... Uh... Shade half of this amalgam wants you to use... Wants you to take your turn... Uh, what what special magazines do you have for your gun right now? Uh, I don't have any. Not until uh, level 3. Oh, I thought you guys were level 3. No. No, we're level 2. No, level two. Oh, man, I vastly overthrew this conflict that you guys... I thought you guys were level 3. Is this why we're getting our ship pushed? Yeah, probably. That, that, that might have something to do with this. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that shit. Uh, man, I'm I'm almost sorry. Um. Anyway, almost. <laughs> uh, you shoot L. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. So rude. Yep. This is super rude. Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Oh no. Is it is it 17 hit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I will not make you roll. I will not make you roll damage. Um, uh, okay. What, what's what's damage? Is two d six plus dex? Yeah. Dex is <laughs> dex is plus two. All right. Take uh take six piercing damage. Take what? Six piercing damage. Six piercing damage. Okay. L is unconscious. <laughs> no. Why? Um, he was at one start of that round, by the way. Right. Uh, you are also uh, puppeted by the being. All right. All right. Uh, and then uh, he will he will take the bonus action to reload the gun. Yeah. My gun is reloaded, ready to take out another of my allies. <laughs> 
blood for the blood god. I am, I am a gnomish killing machine. Alan waves his hand as the, in a might as well be me next. L. Automatically Fuck. make a... Automatically save a death save. Just take a save? Yeah, just take a success. success. Okay. Now make a uh, a wisdom saving throw. I got a nineteen. Okay. Actually, um, actually, that's a twenty-two. What are your attack options? <laughs> um, stab something and crossbow, or spells. Do spell counts? Yeah. What 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 spell slots do you have left? I've got one first level spell left with which I could cast Fairy Fire, Bane, Dissonant Whispers, Sleep, or Cure Wounds. Okay. Um, um, and do you have any damaging uh, yeah. cantrips? Yep. Augury. Uh, Augury? Vicious Mockery. Oh, Vicious Mockery. Um, yeah, let me take a look at Vicious Mockery real quick so you yes. can cast that. It's really good. I don't want it to be really good right now. This is not okay. Right. No, no, it's not. Considering we're the only two alive. <laughs> like, the only two alive and not kill, trying to kill each All other. Right. Um, you're forced yeah. to cast Vicious Mockery, but you still control your body. You still control your will. And when you're being forced to aim it at Boomer, you divert it to the being. Nice. Oh. It did. It has a DC, right? Uh, wisdom saving throw. It uh, well, fourteen. That makes it. Oh, okay. Does anything happen? Yeah, my DC is a fucking thirteen. Does anything happen? Yeah. Um. Okay. If, if it succeeds the save, it does nothing. Okay, that's your initiative. Uh, cool. Geheron. <laughs> uh, what are your attack options, other than... You have javelins still, right? Uh, he has javelins, his halberd, and his axe and shield are strapped to his back. Okay. You're and going, uh, draconic breath. You're going to run uh, a full uh, move action towards Farung. Please uh, don't. And I don't get I don't uh, the wisdom. Roll. What's, what's your uh, what's your breath weapon? Uh, that would be a fifteen foot cone, Constitution okay. save eight. And when it says Constitution modifier, that's my Constitution, right? Right, right, right. So, but it's a it's a cone, a fifteen foot cone, not a not a line. Yeah, a fifteen foot cone, uh, twelve to twelve to save. Okay. Um. So you're gonna run at Farong, not make it. So you grab a, uh, a a javelin to throw, make it with the saving throw. Cool. God damn it. I'm dead. Five. All right. Uh, now make an attack roll. Yeah. I swear to God, if this is the first time this encounter, I roll a high die. Oh, fuck. Please watch it. Does a 17 hit you? Oh, it fucking does! Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. 
I rolled max max damage. What's uh what's the strength added? Three. Uh, uh yeah. What? You killed me. That's nine damage. That? What was that? I'm that's so that's plus three strength damage. Yeah, and uh plus two proficiency if that counts too. You don't add proficiency to the damage number. Okay, I apologize. Yeah, just plus three then. You're good. Uh, so yeah, nine piercing to Farung. Uh, I fucking slumped to the ground. Alright. Well, it's been good fighting with you boys. You got this, Jesse. I believe in you. Shoot him in the eyeball and hope that it causes a change. It's, it's all, you know what I'm gonna do. It's all in the dice at this point. Mm-hmm. Believe in the heart of the dice. Okay, it's gonna reset. It's, it's initiative. Uh, Boomer, you get a wisdom save. Oh. Is Ferrung a puppet too? Huh? 17. You pass. Oh, thank God. Um, I'm back! Uh, okay, yeah, Ferrung is also puppeting as well. Okay. <laughs> we were just trying to help you. Uh... The monster is going to float over towards Boomer, and uh, oh man, it is going to open its eye and cast Dominate Person again. However, the spell is countered, and what? all of you hear, even as muffled whispers by the puppeted people in your mind, you hear Mus's voice. I'm here, friends. You were never alone. Hmm. He was a oh. firebed. Oh, thank God. Probably should have called for him earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Now we, we got this. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> Are you, Zombie finger gun. <laughs> you, you also hear Somi Beat is on his way. Yes. And, uh. But, Boomer, you are still going to get attacked by a trident. Oh, cool. Uh, does a 13 hit you? It does not. And does a 14 hit you? It does not. Alright. Uh, you're, you're, yeah. not, you're not skewered, and it is now cool. uh, Farung's turn. Farung. Uh, that is me. Make a wisdom saving throw as you attempt to shoot uh, Boomer. Oh, God. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, ten. You fail. Shoot Boomer. <laughs> Bang. Um. Oh, fuck. It's a 19. Do you want me to add everything else? Oh, uh, no, that's a hit. Okay. Uh, you're going to take five piercing damage. Uh, Boomer uh, gives the middle finger as he slowly slumps to the floor unconscious. God damn it. I, I feel like it's worse that we have to roll the dice. <laughs> because that makes it our fault. It's all their fault. It's all your fault. It's, it's Le- all your fault. Len. Len. Yes. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. Oh, God, no! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Is he just conscious enough to scream as he does it? Uh, okay. Uh, Valandes, it's your initiative. Please don't miss. Uh, cross your fingers. Here we spirit go. Bomb. You need a spirit bomb. Uh, yeah, I, 
Everybody give me your zombie strength. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to uh, blast the fire dude um, as close to it as possible so I can get the blast. Okay. It's a 14 to hit. Okay. It misses. Yep. Yes, it does. GG, no re. So, you see the Eldritch Blast miss, and your heart sinks. Yep. But then you see the Eldritch Blast fly back into your hand, almost as if time itself is reversing. And you hear Mus only in your mind, only in your mind say, It's all I can do. Do it right. Make the crystals proud. <laughs> Be excellent. Be excellent. Uh, oh, 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 oh. That's a uh, 23 to hit. <laughs> yeah. That, that'll hit. Roll damage. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, it's ten damage. That will slay the beast. Yeah! <laughs> I will scream. Fuck you. I slump back oh. to the floor. I imagine Garen's strings are cut like a marionette's now. Yeah, all, all, all unconscious players go back to yeah. unconscious with maxed uh, death saves. Oh, we all just automatically pass? Yeah, the... The, the idea behind that mechanic is that you were going to make a save, you were going to succeed every round, and after three turns of control, you're going to be at one hit point again. Uh, yeah. Oh, like, man, that was that was super hard. <laughs> that, was, um, that was extra hard. Extra super hard. <laughs> hey, Kenny, are we level three now? Yeah, you guys can level up for next week. Oh, cool, that's good. That's yeah. dang. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so the being shatters into an explosion of fire and black smoke, and as that happens, the the sh- the, the 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 dome around the crystal um, now forms a sort of second skin around the crystal itself, perfectly coating it in magic. Cool. A I moment later, one of the doors gets kicked off of its hinges as Somi Beat runs into the room, weapon brandished, and goes, Oh, I seem to have missed the fun. You're so late. God, you're useless. Get out. Val will just stumble up to him and put a hand on his shoulder and say, You tried. Boomer's going to ask him to come pick him up. <laughs> are we still unconscious, or are we just now getting conscious? You guys are unconscious, but not bleeding to death. Cool. Well, then he just lays there and does nothing. But he looks super cool. So. Garen twitches Rowling. a couple times. Walk around and start rousing his friends with a moderately energetic slaps to the face. Somi Beat will walk into the midst of you and perform a spell. He is going to cast um, Prayer of Healing. Ooh. Yay. And everyone recovers 15 hit points. Well, oh, I'm back up well, to dance. Yep, same. 
takes me to 15. And is it fine if we roll our uh, hit dice for our, our next level? No, dude, don't do that now. We're, we're going to end, and then you guys can level up between now and next week. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. All right. All right. And um, that was in all right, so that's the first crystal down, the first boss battle down. Uh, any input from the players before we close it for the night? Oh, that was intense. Whoa. That was some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I felt really underleveled for that fight. Yeah, it's weird. It was, it was weird. I, was like, I, I, I thought you guys were know. level three. Yeah. That became very apparent. <laughs> I mean, I uh, guess... Good. Oh man, I get spell casting. Oh snap! I <laughs> as attractive right. as champion looks, I think I'm going battlemaster. All right, well that was uh, anyway this session of this week's campaign for the coalition campaign. The party has successfully uh, warded the fire crystal and uh, are 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 no longer going to have to spend any more time in this fucking desert. So, as always, I've been your dungeon master. We have our artificer. Night, y'all. Our warrior. Skewered but alive. Good night. Our bard. Have a good night, everybody. Our warlock. Uh, Life is great when you get a redo. Good night. (laughs) And our rogue. I never want to come back here. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Good night.